for the week of December 17th. This is Star Wars TV Talk, the podcast dedicated to the news and reviews of the Lucasfilm television projects. Today we are taking a break from our review of Resistance to discuss the critically acclaimed variety show, the classic masterpiece known as the Star Wars Holiday Special. And joining me today is a very special guest, the man with the largest collection of mini aquariums, Bell. Bell, how are you doing, man? I am doing fantastic. I am so excited to talk about the Star Wars Holiday Special tonight. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's an understatement because there's just, uh, there's a lot. There's a lot here. <laughs> yes, there is. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's two hours of your life worth of stuff that we're going to talk about. Um, <laughs> I can't wait. But the beloved Star Wars Holiday Special just celebrated its 40th anniversary this past November. So I knew that I just had to have an episode dedicated to the celebration of Life Day. And I also knew that I had to bring on someone who was so passionate about Life Day, which is why I brought on Bell. Uh, there's no one, and I mean no one, who's as passionate about Life Day than Belle is. So, Belle, is it safe to say that you are the lifiest about Life Day? Oh, yes. I have the glowing snow globe and all. <laughs> and the robe. Don't forget the robe. Yeah. you. How could you leave out the robe? Like, are you even celebrating Life Day if you don't have the robe? <laughs> You're not. You uh, are not. Absolutely. Well, I think that it's just time to get into this. So, let's uh, stir the mixture, if you will, and discuss this... Um, well, this this thing. So, Bell, let's just. Uh, I was gonna start off with asking, is anything good about this? But you know, I think that we'll get there. Uh, but let's kind of give some background. So, we got this Star Wars Holiday Special that came out in 1978. So, George Lucas had just released the amazing, nostalgic film known as Star Wars: A New Hope, and you know. People loved it. And so then you had CBS that had the great idea. Let's turn it into a variety show and let's have a special. And they did that. So And you know, not 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 to forget that there was also a new line of Kenner Star Wars tours that were coming out around the same time. So this is yes. you know an absolutely perfect opportunity to market those as well. And <laughs> you know, we have variety show plus giant commercial absolutely. and Star Wars. Yeah. And it's just brilliant. <laughs> I mean, are there any uh, itchy toys out on the market today? Because I would pay a, I would pay a pretty penny just to get some uh, uh, itchy. Let's have an itchy Funko Pop. How about that? That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be the most disturbing looking Funko Pop in the history of Funko Pops, I feel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's got to be wearing his VR thing, though. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> one, of the, one of the more sketchy elements of this holiday special. <laughs> so... So in this holiday special, we have uh, Han Solo trying to get Chewbacca back to his family because Chewbacca has a family. Um, <laughs> that uh, I mean, you know, everybody's got to have a family, right? <laughs> yeah. And so apparently Chewbacca has a wife, a uh, a daughter, a son, a... I think it's a son. A son, I think. yeah. <laughs> you can't really tell with Wookiees. I mean, come on. <laughs> He has a Wookiee um, and yes. a father who's all living with him, and uh, they are—they're trying to get back, 
get back to celebrate this old Life Day celebration thing because it's like their Thanksgiving, Christmas, Earth Day, Hanukkah, every holiday combined into one. Uh, anything that involves singing, this is that holiday. Oh, yes. Uh, so let's kind of just talk about Chewbacca's family. So uh, providing some context, this is, of course, way before the uh, the Revenge of the Sith. So this is before we've seen, you know, Tarful. The only Wookiee that we've ever seen on the big screen or small screen has been Chewbacca in 1978. And then we get his family. And it turns out that not all Wookiees look alike. No, they don't. In fact, some of them look downright creepy. And Chewbacca, is it Chewbacca's father or his father-in-law? Oh, oh, that's a good question. You know, I, I was trying to figure that out, and I, I couldn't really come up with a with a clear conclusion. But I, I think it's his father. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they <laughs> Wookies do do indeed look different, and Itchy looks the most different amongst every Wookie that's ever been, uh, you know, current day or in you know classic yeah. Star Wars. He looks bad. <laughs> he looks really rough. <laughs> yeah, he looks he looks rough, and it's creepy, especially when we'll get into the kind of the VR stuff in a minute. But it's just everything about Itchy just is is looking a little interesting. I, I, I guess they they were going with the you know uh, classic cartoon esque kind of look of yeah. you know the the old timer with no teeth sort of thing, right. and it just doesn't translate into a Wookiee. I don't feel no. it. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like one of those things when you see a dog that doesn't have teeth, you look at it and you're like, "Are you even a dog?" Like, <laughs> yeah, what are you? <laughs> exactly. You know that that put that hits the nail on the head. I think you're exactly right. It's it's like looking at a dog with no teeth. Right. And yeah, like the, what is that the the famous ugliest dog on the internet kind of thing? You know, like you look at a normal chihuahua and then you look right. at that dog and that's the difference between, you know, e- even Mala and uh, um Oh gosh, his uh, son's name. Um. Oh yeah, that is a good one. I totally spaced on his son's name too. It's it's that's gonna kill me. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so Mala, his wife, you know, she looks she looks pretty normal, like like a normal Wookie. Mm-hmm. Uh, his son looks uh, pretty normal as well. And then you just have Itchy, just out of the blue, just just being weird and creepy looking, and doing like I guess we all have like that weird creepy person in our family that. Yeah. <laughs> That, you know, you're trying to have a good holiday and Uncle Bob's in the corner doing something he's not supposed to be doing. And I feel like that's Itchy. Itchy's that Itchy's the Uncle Bob who's just kind of just chilling in the background who's, you know, drinking a little too much of the eggnog. Yeah, it's uh, it's the, the turkey's not even done yet. It's before noon. <laughs> and and he's just already sauced on the eggnog. Yeah, that's that's right? itchy for you. <laughs> and then and then he's the one that asks like every 5 minutes, "Is that dang turkey done yet?" <laughs> yes. Although what's the life day equivalent? <laughs> I guess we'll we'll also talk about this a little bit later. The the bantha whatnot. Uh <laughs> Yeah. But but yeah, itchy uh itchy's just kind of it, it sort of breaks the the magic maybe not magic's the word to use but it, it sort of breaks the uh, uh suspension of disbelief when everything else looks right somewhat normal like what you've seen of a wookie and then you have this guy yeah and uh not only that it's it's that whole opening scene with with chewbacca's family is just weird because you know there weren't subtitles for chewbacca's growls and whatnot in the first star wars and i guess that's what they're kind of going with here uh, between that first scene, and so there's no subtitles right. for all the dialogue, and it's an entire scene populated entirely <laughs> by. <laughs> it's like ten minutes long. <laughs> yes, 
<laughs> but at least in like A New Hope, you had Han Solo like interpreting everything that he said. But in this one, right. it's just, just these two guys going at it. <laughs> yeah, it was so weird. And I wonder, I don't know, because it was only aired once. And, yeah. you know, I, I guess all the, the recordings that I saw were ripped off of a TV or something like that, I'm sure. And I don't know if it's maybe uh, if there were subtitles that they no, just. Yeah, there never were. Okay, that's what yeah. I was thinking, is that there just never were. And, and that was such a bold decision by these producers yeah. <laughs> to have a 10-minute long scene where you have no idea what the hell's going on. Well, I, and I can't remember who it was, but I remember reading this story, and I'm pretty sure it like all checks out, because I'm pretty sure this comes from the people that actually worked on the film. But one of the producers was like, when this scene was being developed, he's just like, it sounds like a bunch of fat people having sex. <laughs> And he's just like, if you really want good sound quality, set up a recorder in my room. (laughs) Yes, uh, I would bet that would check out. (laughs) But you have like this, this whole sequence. Like, I feel like the plot of the entire holiday special could be condensed into like 15 minutes, but they dragged it out with all this extra stuff to two hours. Like, it's an hour and a half. Like, come on. It's. It's longer than the original Star Wars. <laughs> like that's that's what's it, it. It's longer than the original Star Wars, and it tells less story. <laughs> oh man, dude, how pissed would you be if you were alive in '78? Uh, like you watched A New Hope, and you're all jazzed for it. Then this holiday special comes on. It's like it's gonna be longer than the one in the movie theater. Like, what is this crap? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder if there were a bunch of a bunch of people who were just immediately turned off to Star Wars after that and just said, yeah. no, I will not. I, I'm done with this franchise. I don't care what they do with it. I'm just done. Uh, yeah, I'm sure a lot. I'm sure that this was something that where uh, I, I think Harrison Ford after this was like, you need to just kill me off. Kill off Han Solo. I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, that's that's the thing, right, is, is Han Solo prefers Indiana Jones over uh, – or, sorry, I said Han Solo. Harrison Ford prefers the Indiana Jones character over the Han Solo character. I think that's been, you know, right. that's been his sort of stance on that for, for a long time. And so, yeah, like that probably – this holiday special is probably what, you know, sealed that, <laughs> that hatred for Han Solo. Yeah, yeah this is uh, – this was pretty interesting. Um, but, yeah, you feel like you got the gist of what was going on without the subtitles? That's what's nuts about it, right? Is there there are several moments where you could kind of see what's going on. You know, um, uh, Chewie's son is like playing with a little X-wing thing, yep. and like his mom tells him to take out the trash, I think, mm-hmm. and he's kind of complaining that he doesn't want to do it. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's like don't bother your your grandpa mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And yeah, that was what was weird is is that there were no subtitles, and you know, it was there were still some contextual clues in there, but they weren't nearly enough because it's like. I guess this is what's going on, and I hope none of this is relevant to the story, because if it is, and you interpret what's going on wrong, (laughs) then you've you've completely, like the whole basis, whatever this plot is trying to set up, is just completely wrong. And and so, yeah, there there are a couple things here and there where like, yeah, okay, clearly the kid's upset, and the mom's trying to get him to do something, but anything other than that is just kind of like up in the air. Who knows? Well, here's my theory. What if they were having like a good conversation, because we know... Later on, the Imperials come in and like kind. Of, they basically raid the the Chewbacca family home. So what if they're what if the mom's just like talking to the son and like, hey, the Imperials are coming. We need to you know get all this coaxium out of here. And then it connects right back to canon, and you can make the holiday special canon because Chewbacca's family is, you know, smuggling coaxium all around their home. It's like it's like a, they can make a narco Star Wars and just about <laughs> the, that would the be Chewbacca great. Chewbacca family just uh, hoarding all the coaxium. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Um, and so anyway, Chewie's late to dinner as he would be because he's running off with Han. Like, how irresponsible is that? You have a wife, a kid, and you're taking care of your perverted father, and you're running <laughs> and, and, around. <laughs> yeah, you're running around with this dude, like being chased around by Imperials when, like, you're late for the most important Wookiee holiday ever. It's, I mean, yeah. if, if if Chewie was a bachelor, sure, okay, whatever. But like, come on, you got a family guy, right? And so <clears throat> he's late, and so of course the the Chewbacca family. They they're like okay where's where's dad we need to figure out where he is so they call Luke and they're just like you know roaring at Luke who never understood Wookie language no. before but can all See, of a sudden like, understand it. That's what's so neat about this, right? Is is yeah because in uh, episode uh, or a New Hope episode four, uh, yeah Luke never knew it. He he never understood it. Uh, right. Later on, you know, in, in Empire and in Return of the Jedi, he kind of gets gets the gist, kind of like how he learns uh, droid speak. Yep. Uh, uh, from R two, so yeah, they're just kind of like beeping, you know, or, or roaring at me. He's like, huh? Oh, yep. oh okay. <laughs> I, I guess I I guess I know this now. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, okay, I get it. Like. You have Mark Hamill, who's not, you know, he he wasn't a very big actor of that time, and but I feel like that they just the makeup and everything was weird about everyone. Like this is CBS. Like this is a well, you know, a well-rounded. Uh, like they had the the Incredible Hulk. They were airing that, and that's the biggest crime of this holiday special that they canceled the Incredible Hulk to view this special. And Wonder Woman. <laughs> and Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman and the Incredible Hulk were both not shown oh. to show this. <laughs> yeah, that would. Oh man, that would be like if uh, if the CW universe decided not to air this uh, this whole Elseworlds crossover and just you know bring back something absurd and just air that <laughs> yeah. instead. Like, oh, we're not going to show this thing that's getting us a ton of money, so we're going to show this thing that has singing and family stuff and not so family stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Like uh, yeah, it'd be like a CW variety show, but just basically, it'd be the Elseworlds version of a CW variety show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. where everything's just bizarre and nothing makes sense, and all the characters wear heavy eyeliner. <laughs> yeah, and and you point out something earlier about there's like this whole scene of Darth Vader um, that that you thought was unused footage from A New Hope, and I completely agree. And then you also made the comment that it's like. They just kind of overdubbed the audio. Yeah, yeah. I when I saw this because this is the second time that I've watched it, and I don't know why I don't watch it every year. I watch Star Wars every year, but uh, I, I don't watch the holiday special every year. But I think I might. I think I might. But <laughs> I, as I was watching this on the second time through, I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm going, "This looks like unused footage from the first because it's kind of yeah, grainy. It doesn't it look uh, finished really." Right. And the audio that uh, Chief Bass, which is the character who's featured in that in that scene, uh, which it's but it's not Chief Bass according to like official canon it's right. uh uh some other character but uh yeah it, it, he's his mouth doesn't match up with the sound so I, I feel like they went through their archive and they found some stuff that mm -hmm. wound up on the cutting room floor and they wanted to introduce vader and right. they just overdubbed it with that scene which i i mean that's kind of neat to see mm -hmm. some unused footage in the holiday special um i mean granted you know i, I would like to see it maybe like on a a blu-ray release of the yeah. original yeah. theatrical version <laughs> yeah. as opposed to <laughs> the holiday special but yeah that was kind of that was a kind of neat little scene that they threw in there yeah and so they had that scene and then they had these other scenes it's just like 
things that could just be mentioned, like side noted. Like, okay, you have Itchy over there watching his space porn, and then you have <laughs> someone over here, you know, watching the the bunch of these little figurines dance. But it shows the entire like routine of everything. Yes, that was the <laughs> most bizarre thing to me. It's like they have the uh, the, the the hollow dance routine on the uh-huh. sabak table, yeah, and and the you know the the itchies like because it was that was just the weirdest part to me that you know the the um, uh, shopkeeper guy comes over and he's like oh I got something for you itchy yeah. haha and plugs it in there and it's just this weird just yeah. VR space porn thing with a song attached to it because it's got to yep. be family friendly right exactly but and, it totally was like supposed to be this weird porn at like they, they totally did all this on purpose <laughs> yes yes that's yeah and like it, it feeds into what you were saying earlier about the creepy uncle at thanksgiving or christmas you know yeah. and it, <laughs> that was just it just didn't feel for this to be like a family kind of thing it, it, it felt way out of I, mean, I don't know i i didn't grow up in the 70s so i don't really know what you know family culture was like in the 70s maybe you know when you go home for christmas in 1978 you know your granddad's looking at playboys around the table yeah. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> And his name's Itchy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, I guess they're going for the whole chewy, itchy, you know. But Lumpy, Mala, that is Lumpy, a, that's Lumpy, the, that's Lumpy. the kid's name. Yes, Lumpy. <laughs> thank you, thank you. That was going to kill me. Uh, <laughs> these these ridiculous names and everything. Uh, it's just like Chewbacca, Chewy. What is what is Itchy? Is it Itchbacca? I think it's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like Lumpbacca. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so. But like these whole scenes, like that was just, I remember the first time I watched this, I'm like, okay, uh, well, cause I never even knew it existed. I was, I was at this star Wars trivia, like back in like 2010 and I'm doing this star Wars trivia. And then someone brings up something that like George Lucas wants to destroy every single one of them with the sledgehammer, which is debated whether or not he actually said it. But I was like, what? I've never even heard of this. And so then I heard there was a holiday special. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be amazing. And I totally missed that whole quote that it was that he wanted to destroy it. And so I went and I watched it and I'm like five minutes into it. And I'm like, what the heck is this? And then yeah. 10 minutes into it. Okay. What the heck is this? Then like at the 20 minute mark, I'm like, okay, well I I'm still watching it, but this is weird. Like it's one of it's, those things to where like you're like, if you have roommates and you're watching this, like your roommate walks in, you quickly turn off. I'm going to do anything. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, turn the monitor off, turn the TV off or whatever, you know, it's like, uh, uh, you didn't see anything. Did you? <laughs> I don't know what are you doing. <laughs> yeah. It's like a train wreck, though. Yeah, you know, because the, the the way you uh, the way you describe watching it is the exact same way when I first watched it. Because I'm I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be Star Wars holiday special. It can't be that bad. Yeah. Uh, and so you watch it and you're like, wow, is this? Are they really? They're they're doing this? Like that's yeah. that's how they chose? <laughs> like this is the scene they chose? They they wanted to go with like this is insane. Yeah. But you can't turn away from it. You really can't. No. Yeah. And then just the 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 little miniature aquariums like why does that even have to be a scene why are you including these little things that have to be entire scenes like oh man and then the best part i remember my the biggest wtf moment for me was the chef gormanda scene where (laughs) you have a very famous comedian who is providing the acting to chef gormanda like i wonder how much they had to pay this guy to get it uh What's his name? Harvey, Harvey Corman. So they get Harvey Corman to come in and play like five parts in this. And like, it's just, so Chef Gormanda, 
So to kill time, Mala's like, okay, I'm going to kill some time while Chewie's getting here, and I'm just going to cook. So she does yeah. what all terrible cooks do, and they turn on the Food Network channel, and they start whipping up their meal, and <laughs> Chef Gourmand is like, all right, now it's time to stir the pot. Stir, whip, stir, whip, 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 stir. And it's just this whole, like, <laughs> I feel like I can make this recipe. You're going very detailed and show me the whole thing. And yeah. then, he, then he just gets faster. His hair goes everywhere. And, and like, the multiple you know, arms. Right, yeah, the, like, the four yeah, arms. Each new arm comes out, and it's like stir, whip, and then it's like stir, whip, beat, <laughs> and then like stir, whip, beat, mash. And it's, yeah, that's, that's, it's. <laughs> stir, whip, <laughs> whip, whip, stir. <laughs> she and, and she just keeps getting faster and faster, and you know Mal is trying to keep up with her, and then you know it just. But they show the show this whole sequence of like this ten minute. Oh, this is the recipe of something that they're making for Life Day, and then in the meantime, like you have this you know this old guy who comes over to the house, and he's just like, okay, I gotta help out this this old itchy guy. You know he's getting real anxious for some food. So I'm going to help him out and I'm going to introduce him. Like at least like, you know, the 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 creative team predicted VR, right? That was probably the most telling thing about this whole thing is that yeah, they absolutely predicted there's going to be VR headsets and VR uh, experiences yeah. for, you know, people at some point in the future. Like even it's, flat screen TVs. Yeah, flat screen TVs, they got uh uh, uh digital picture frames. Yep. Uh, all sorts of crazy technology. Yeah, and so you have this itchy vr space porn <laughs> and that's exactly what that is yes <laughs> like this old guy puts it in and he's just like okay hey here have a good time let me let me show you this you're gonna enjoy it and even like the facial expressions that itchy's getting his face is already creepy enough yeah. we don't need those facial expressions <laughs> Like, okay, imagine your creepy Uncle Bob. He, We already established he has no teeth. Now imagine him wearing a VR headset and then him just smiling. Like, you're just like, what is he watching over there? Oh, yeah. okay. And, even, and then you see him, like, rewind a certain portion yes, over and over and over exactly. again. And you're like, okay, okay. And, go, and even the character in the VR goes, oh, I could tell you're really getting excited now. And it's just like... <laughs> about that yes <laughs> and so i'm like oh yes this is actual this is vr space porn um but man like just all these little things it's just occurring over and uh, like yeah itchy man he's got some issues and yeah it's 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 crazy how much he sort of unwinds the whole <laughs> the whole thing it's just it's all the weird stuff in my opinion is like based around him well that and chef gourmanda that was well, okay. pretty odd well, i mean you you had to cancel wonder woman to show this so maybe you know there's that crowd of wonder woman that's watching it for you know linda carter because you know so maybe they're like we need to add something in there to keep these guys you know watching it so let's add this you know this soft vr space porn <laughs> that is a very valid point i think you're absolutely right i yes they're 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 there's no doubt an audience because I mean, obviously the, the incredible Hulk audience is probably going to be similarly right. interested in star Wars and then, you know, and also wonder woman, but there's also, I'm sure back then a crowd of people who were watching wonder woman, you know, for, for Linda Carter. And, and so yeah, you got to have some sort of way to appease these people as they, yeah. <laughs> as they watch this. And so why not? We'll have a, a crazy performance in this, you know, VR fantasy land where creepy <laughs> grandpa itchy. <laughs> yeah. 
just gets so, his jollies. Just, and and it shows weird. the whole thing, like from beginning to end. Like we're watching porn with this guy and we don't even realize it. That's <laughs> the most uncomfortable thing about it is it's like once you realize what it is yeah like, oh maybe it's like a, maybe it's like a, a a a space battle simulator or something like that but then you see it and it's like no i want to you know make <laughs> you're, you're so incredible and i want to bring you pleasure and all this stuff and you're like whoa, whoa whoa hold on i don't want to watch this with itchy i don't no. you know <laughs> i'm not sure if i would watch this period <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you, you got to watch the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> and then with like little like cut scenes of where you're just seeing Itchy smile, his toothless little smile there as he's like squirming in a seat because he's <laughs> it's just like so uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like one of those where when your roommates walk in, this is definitely when you turn it off and like, I'm not doing anything. And then you, yeah, like, you wake up the next morning and your roommates are gone and they leave you a note. They're like, listen, man, you're weird. <laughs> yeah, it's like we we can't we can't even be friends lose my number i don't ever want to see you or hear from you ever again don't worry we'll cover rent for the rest of the year but we're just not living with you <laughs> <laughs> we've told everyone about you so you're never gonna get another roommate either so yeah sorry <laughs> so we have this like like everything so they go from vr space porn then we have the like moss Eisley cantina back a very crude representation of the moss Eisley cantina <laughs> i feel like they basically went into the costume department uh from the original star wars got every single alien costume they could find yep. and just brought them into this really poorly designed soundstage that looks nothing like the original moss Eisley. Mm-hmm. and i guess just the aliens there are supposed to convince you that that's where it is and the fact that they say that it's in moss Eisley. <laughs> yeah and then you have uh, then you have harvey again who's drinking you know just pouring drinks down his volcano funnel why do you have a mouth if you drink from the top of your head (laughs) (laughs) but just all these like just this crazy stuff that's included in here that i feel like uh and and i know that george lucas was you know because cbs approached him he's in the middle of filming empire or in the middle of uh you know the production of empire and this is the last time that George Lucas was ever like hands off on anything because oh, I it. yeah. It, Cause apparently the first time he saw it was when the entire world saw it. And so he's watching this and he's just like, what the heck is this? Are you serious? Yeah. Like they did. I had no idea. I figured, I figured maybe it was one of those things he was contractually obligated. Like they showed it to him beforehand, but he was contractually obligated and like, you know, his hands were tied and he couldn't, you know, ax it. Right. <laughs> That's, that would be horrible. Well, and and you have to you, you kind of have to take these statements with a grain of salt because George Lucas rarely talks about this, like ever. Um, and you know he made statements before, like, yeah, I can't remember how this whole thing came about. <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I can't even remember who was on it. I just I just remember it was a thing that I said, yeah, go ahead and make it. <laughs> Because oh, it's just like, it's Star Wars. It's a holiday special. Sure. Make a variety show. And then they're like, okay, we're going to make a variety show. And we're going gonna- <laughs> go yeah. to have segments of space porn, some music, and then this weird alien that's just going to cook stuff for us. 
Yes. Could you imagine being like, okay, so George Lucas, right? It's 1978. The holiday special is about to air. So he has some friends and some close family or some close family and some friends over and they're watching this. And he's kind of like, you know, he's a little nervous because he's not quite sure what's going to go on. But he's like, I'm sure they're going to do a good job with my property. And then they all sit there and they watch this together. Could you imagine how embarrassing that would be? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure he's got a nice little spread, like on his table. He's got, you know, some some cheese and crackers, you know, uh, catered some food. They they probably have, you know, a couple of good drinks, you know, a good bottle of wine. They're like pouring it. They're drinking it. It comes on. They're like, oh, OK, this we should watch this. This would be interesting. They're probably hopeful that it's like this is going to be a Christmas tradition. We're going to watch this every year. It's going to be festive. It's going to be great, like the first Star Wars. And then they sit down and they... I mean, do you even get 10 minutes into this before George Lucas just rips the TV? Like, and this is a 1970s TV, so this thing weighs like 500 pounds. Just picks it up and throws it out his window? Like, do we even get to that point? I, does he even bother with, like, you know, throwing the TV out and just set the entire Skywalker <laughs> ranch on fire? You know? He's like, all right, I'm done. No more yeah. Star Wars for anyone. We're canceling Empire. <laughs> I'm destroying all the film, all the negatives. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Yeah, this is something that I think that, uh, I, I mean, because you have everyone in it. You have the return of Luke Skywalker. You have the return of Han Solo and Chewbacca. Princess Leia in her original hairdo. Like, what can go wrong? Yeah. R2-D2, C-3PO, you, Darth X-Wings. Vader. <laughs> Darth Vader, yeah. The Millennium Falcon, you have all this stuff. And then this is the result of it. And it's yeah. just, it's it's kind of like, you know, if you have <laughs> all the best ingredients in the world, you know, you got like truffle oil and like, you know, just, just cal- uh, uh, caviar and, uh, you know, all these, you know, prime rib, Kobe beef, like all this just delicious stuff. And you just put it all in a blender and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you just, these you things are great by themselves. I'm sure they'll be great in a blender. Let's just serve it up. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. What that's that's kind of how I feel about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that only happened once, and it was a good thing. That was only with chicken and waffles. Other than that, you can't really mix things. <laughs> right, right. But, yeah, so they have all this stuff. You have, I mean, I I feel like that this is when Harrison Ford truly began to just hate Han Solo. Like, I, I have to go back to that because I feel like you can see it. Like, in the point where... You know, they're in the cockpit, and it's just a very poorly put together cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. And they're just kind of oh. like rocking around, like, you know, like, oh, let's pretend we're on a roller coaster. Okay. And then they just go around. And then I feel like the director and like holding the camera, okay, Harrison Ford, hey, Harry, 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 okay, do this, do this. And he's just like, I'm doing it. What do you want? <laughs> Yeah, that the the set design on the on the Falcon was just really bad. Uh, like the door was closed, the cockpit yeah. door's never been closed to the cockpit <laughs> because I think it was just a backdrop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was like a big box that they had on like some rudimentary right. like rocking system. There was like probably four guys on each corner yeah. just like rocking it. It's, you know, it's like the episode of SpongeBob where Squidward wants to get in the box and it's just like pew pew ah. <laughs> They're just like rocking it around. You have like this old sweaty guy who's like keeps staring Harrison Ford in the eyes. He's rocking the the Millennium Falcon around. Just dead eye locked with him. Like, okay, we're doing it this way. Oh, oh, you hit a little turbulence there. Oh no. 
Yeah, it's like, oh man, yeah, and, and and he was he was clearly just phoning it in. Yeah, you know, it's I don't I don't even know if there if there was a script to this per se, if maybe they just told him to wing it, but it definitely felt like he was winging it. Yeah, yeah, and I because I feel like that you had you had conditions with all of them, so you bring on Mark Hamill, and you know I feel like his one condition was that they had to go double on his eyeliner or something because that was just <laughs> yes. creepy. Um, and then you had Carrie Fisher, who's like one condition was probably like, I'll yeah, I'll come on for the holiday special, but you got to let me sing. I, you know, I wondered about that. If that was something that they that they coaxed her to do or if, if she just wanted to sing. And so she's like, I want a singing part. Well, so there was a point if you if you uh, um, like read her kind of biography she did uh, or her autobiography um, where she was like, you know, she wanted to make it big and like just about every industry. And so I feel like that this is what when she was just like, you know what? I think I could sing. So I'm going to sing in the holiday special and everyone's going to love it. <laughs> and and I feel like that she was probably uh, on. This was during her same phase of uh, using a little bit of um, the devil's lettuce. Yes. She used and, a lot of things at this time period. Maybe, maybe and, some Kashyyyk mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, some spice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was yeah, and that was kind of weird too because like there's a couple scenes where you see her and when she's walking around she's kind of stumbly and oh, yeah. I'm I'm wondering, you know, it's that was during a really dark period of her life it was. and uh yeah, there's a lot of a lot of illicit materials that she was using and I'm I'm wondering if if she might have been using during the filming and whatnot because it's 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 different from her performance that you see her in A New Hope and an right. Empire and Return of the Jedi and, and uh yeah, it just she looks in a pretty bad state. Well, it's like, you know, all of these uh, instances like on you, you can only control so much on like a television series, especially in the 70s, because, you know, the budget on television series is back then weren't that big. And so you had you had your big television shows, which were like, you know, the Hulk, Charlie's Angels, uh, the Wonder Woman. But other than that, like everything was like really low budget. And so I feel like that from uh the, like the original like Superman TV show like that guy was an alcoholic the guy that played Superman and he was known for like drinking and like punching through walls like on set and so <laughs> so I feel like that that like this was one of those things to where Carrie comes on set and she's just like you know they go they knock on her trailer door okay your scene's coming up in 15 oh you're passed out okay let's get you up you're seeing we can't we can't hold this because we're on a very tight time crunch here so we got to get you out here so i feel yeah. like that they were just like you know carrie she's a little under the weather but she's she says she can do it and they're just like okay it's whatever and so i feel like these directors you know just kind of let her do her thing yeah and yeah you know uh we we all know that this was definitely one it, you know she was she had insecurities about her weight like all sorts of stuff that she was struggling with in this time period and yeah. so you know, it can be a number of things, but I definitely think that some some Kashyyyk uh, lettuce and mushrooms were were a part of it because <laughs> for sure, <laughs> because even like her face during like so like you can just tell like, OK, either you hate your life doing this right now or you um, you love everything you love about everything. everything is just great. And I feel so good, and I'm so happy for life day. You know, it's yeah. it's, it's one of those extremes, and then, right? And then she sees uh, Harrison Ford, and Mark. Mark, oh my god, I can't believe it's you again. Hey, I mean, we're about to be filming another movie in like two weeks, Carrie. We're we're going to see each other like every day for like seven years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so you know, they get to a point 
where you have Lumpy, who, you know, he has to get, like, this is this is kind of reminiscent of like Thanksgiving. Like when Thanksgiving, the dinner's not ready when it needs to be. You have, you have creepy uncle Bob who mom's just like, uncle Bob, just go watch porn. I, I, I don't care. Just don't <laughs> let lumpy see. Okay. And then you have like lumpy, go watch cartoons or something. And so then lumpy goes and he puts on his cartoon and you know what? This is the, the beginning of the masterpiece of Lucasfilm cartoon animated things, because this was actually good. <laughs> I, compared to everything else, yes, absolutely. It was it was definitely the best part, in my opinion. Yeah, and like putting it into context, so you have uh, the introduction of Boba Fett, which is probably the biggest thing about this cartoon. Yeah, and the just like the sly, I'm gonna do whatever I need to do to survive kind of mentality, and I'm gonna trick you if I need to, and I'm gonna sell you out definitely last second if I need to, um, to get my money. Uh, but, you know, you have just so much that is inspired by this, even like right now with the filming of Mandalorian. Like the- so, yeah, I, I saw that you mentioned in there that they're using some stuff from this uh, uh, for the Mandalorian. Like what, what kind of things are they are they including? Uh, so so let's so the Boba Fett costume that is drawn in the animated series, if you take every blue piece of that and you just turn it chrome. That's the exact costume that that the Mandalorian is going to be wearing in this television series. Oh, okay. Like the tannish, um, the two-tone uh, color vest, and just everything is that color. And then also the rifle. So the rifle that, uh, that Boba Fett has in the cartoon is like they've made a live-action version of that rifle. That that's he carries pretty around. neat. And so that's really cool that they're taking those things because I think that's what, that's what fans loved about this holiday special was like oh that was actually pretty neat i want to see more of this guy and they did but i mean if you if you add up the screen time of boba fett it's like five minutes total between (laughs) all the movies right like like you you see him in the background uh and empire strikes back and then him make like one comment and darth vader's like no uh and then you see (laughs) then you see him in uh in jedi and in Return of the Jedi, he's just like, oh, what, Boba Fett? Where? Oh, you're dead. Okay. And then, and yeah, then, you know, right into the Sarlacc bit. Yeah. And so then that's like all that you see him. And so I feel like that it's really cool that they went back and they, because they changed the costume definitely with Boba Fett. Like yeah. there's, you know, his his costume in Empire and in Return of the Jedi is like, you know, the green, brown, more like military looking. Um, And yeah, in the cartoon, it's like a blue helmet. Uh you know, blue boots and and then in the live action, they're just turning all that stuff into Chrome, but it's basically the same exact, uh, same exact costume. So I think that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I, I wonder, is it safe to say that Boba Fett had more lines in this cartoon in the holiday special than he did in the entirety of the, uh, original trilogy? I mean, I think that's fact. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so bizarre, right? (laughs) He was, he was a main character in this cartoon. (laughs) <laughs> like this, this was something that like George Lucas was like, I'm going to introduce this guy in the next movie. So yeah, like make this cartoon uh, with, with him in it. Like th- I feel like that he had two, uh, two conditions with this holiday special. Like I want there to be a thing called life day. And this is what life day is because I'm pretty sure that George Lucas has admitted that life day was his own creation. So George Lucas created a holiday. Um, and then the second condition was, I want you to introduce this guy named Boba Fett because he's going to play a, pretty crucial role in the rest of the films as far as like he's going to be the one that captures Han Solo and possibly the one that killed Luke's 
aunt and uncle. Uh, but we haven't actually got anything that solidifies that. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, so that, that part, um, yeah, he was definitely a way bigger character and had way more lines in this and seemed a little more cunning in this too. Yes. Um, and so I feel like that if you watch this, if you got to the cartoon, because this is like an hour into the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. so if, you could, if you could stand it for that long. <laughs> if you've even got to the cartoon, I feel like you're going into Empire Strikes Back. You're like, oh, that's the really cool dude from the cartoon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like they just need to cut out the cartoon and just, you know, put that on its own thing and not have it be associated with the holiday special because the rest of it's just just weird yeah it's really a shame that the only way to consume that cartoon is to watch the holiday special yeah. i mean yeah presumably yeah sure you could fast forward to it and uh and, and do all that kind of stuff with the modern you know video mm-hmm. technologies that we have but but yeah i mean that's it's the one good takeaway from this uh this whole thing that and how they animate han solo uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Han Solo looks absolutely. I mean, I, I love the animation style of the cartoon. I think it's really, really great. But the way they characterize uh, Harrison Ford as Han Solo in this cartoon is just—it's—it's it's beautiful. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they uh, just some of the things that happens in this cartoon is really interesting. Is and could because there's these little things that's going on in the side um, in this cartoon with the Imperials and uh, you know why uh, Luke is looking for um, Han and Chewie in the first place would be interesting just to have an animated series. And I wonder if that's what CBS was going for in the end. Like, I wonder if they were just like, oh, we're going to have this holiday special. Millions of people are going to watch it. It's going to make a lot of money for us. And then we're going to start this cartoon because everyone's going to love it so much. And then everyone just was like, why Why did we just watch that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I mean, this is a week before Thanksgiving. Like, how many Thanksgivings were ruined because of this holiday special? <laughs> like, you have yeah, dad you sitting know. on the couch with his son, like, oh my gosh, we don't have to wait another two years to watch the next one. We can watch another one right here. They sit down, and he's just like, son, God does not exist, and this is proof. <laughs> Santa Claus isn't real. <laughs> I'm divorcing your mother. <laughs> I'm going to buy VR space porn, and that's where I'm going to spend the rest of my days. I'm going to name yeah. my next son Lumpy because of it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, because, you know, it, it, I think, honestly, the only thing that has any promise is this cartoon. I think you're right, though. This it, it would be, had this gone successfully, had they actually, you know, made something decent, uh, it would totally have been a, a spinoff opportunity for some kind yeah. of Star Wars animated series. And I'm sure the the reaction to it, you know, Lucas was like, no, never again, not not doing any sort of animated thing, not doing anything that I'm not totally at the helm of, which of which is, as of right now is just the movies. Right. And so, yeah, it's a shame that the holiday special killed any sort of dream or, or hope of a, of a spinoff uh, animated series of star Wars in the seventies, <laughs> which could have changed a lot because you could have had these in between movies setting up what, what's happened in between them, all sorts of stuff that could have come from this. Oh yeah. But just, instead oh, we got man. lumpy in VR space <clears throat> And a volcano head that drinks his juice through it. (laughs) But I'm just watching this, and I feel like that, what if that was just Harvey Cromer's like, hey, I'm going to do this on set, and everyone's going to laugh, and it's going to be great. And then he does it, and they're just like, "Uh, well, why is he pouring that thing down? I said, why is that happening right now? What's going on? 
He's like, you, you clearly have a mouth. There's a lot of aliens in the cantina that don't yeah. have mouths that it would make sense for them to have little weird <laughs> volcano heads to pour drinks into. Instead, they give it to the humanoid guy. And you're just like, is yeah. he moisturizing his hair? Right. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> and he's just like, he looks happy as he's doing it, too. He's just like, hmm, this is fun. <laughs> yeah. Like, all this stuff. And then you get, like, you get that giant rat thing in the cantina. Like, it's just, I feel like this was supposed to be something that was in, like, the, uh, like the uh, one of the shows, like maybe the Incredible Hulk was fighting giant rats, and they're like, "Oh, we can't use that because that looks too cheesy. Let's put it in the holiday special." So then they <laughs> sure. put in this, <laughs> they put in this giant rat thing that's just like chilling out with the owner of Moss Eisley's Cantina, and yeah, it's just which you know where was Woo her. <laughs> You know, where's the original barkeep from A New Hope? You know, maybe, I don't know. Did So <laughs> a couple things about that. One, Wooher's gone, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, maybe he sold the bar after the after Obi-Wan, uh, you know, cut off, uh, you know, killed Dr. Evazan and cut off Pondababa's yeah. arm. Uh, and, uh, you know, he sold it and B. Arthur bought it. Okay, cool, whatever. But now here's the one thing that, that you can't explain is that Pondababa shows up in this scene mm-hmm. where somebody looks exactly like Pondababa yep. and he's got both arms oh yeah now that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got some explaining to do cbs <laughs> maybe maybe they were setting up for hey luke's gonna lose his arm in the next one but he's gonna get another one that looks like his real one on <laughs> <laughs> just like a, a heavy-handed a for- like you yeah. know wink wink <clears throat> nod nod kind of like, thing <laughs> like a foreshadowing like luke's about to lose his hand um <laughs> but you know you have star wars and oh I have to go. I know I'm kind of all over the place here, but uh, just there's a portion when like it's showing like all the characters faces as Leia's doing her song thing and you get a picture of Harrison Ford and he's just like, he's just not having it. He's just blank faced, (laughs) just like staring at the floor like, why am I even here? I know he's like that. That check better clear. Like, oh, my God, this is the end of my career. I'm not yeah. going to do anything for the rest of my life. You and know, then- <laughs> I have to wonder if that's what he was thinking, you know, because, like, obviously Star Wars was a big hit. And then yeah. this was just such a huge, tremendous flop that, like, he's probably, oh, no, like, mm-hmm. I am now a one hit wonder. Like, right. I have just committed career suicide. Yeah. Your only your only thing that you could do is just, like, call George immediately after that. It's like, hey, George, you know, I know that we work together a lot on. You know, in the last Star Wars and then American Graffiti, I owe a lot to you. Um, but can you please just just kill off Han Solo for me in this next movie? Just kill him. Yeah, just just please, just just please, <laughs> just kill him. I, I I need him to be dead. Um, I'll give you all my residuals. <laughs> <laughs> just just please kill you, the character. You don't even have to pay me for the next movie. Just kill the character, and I'll be good. We'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, what is he doing anyway? You got Luke. Luke's the main character. He's got the force. He's he's this cool guy. Just, just yeah. kill kill me, please. He's and- like, how about this? I won't kill you, but you'll be frozen in carbonite for the like almost the entirety of <laughs> the second half of Empire and the first half of a uh, Jedi. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Yeah, it's like okay, okay. Just don't make me sing. Just if there's any if there's any singing, just let that be in the first half of Jedi, and let me not be a part of it, please. <laughs> it's like you won't be a part of it per se, but you know your frozen carbonite body will be in the <laughs> middle of this weird, you know, crime underlords menagerie. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> man. But yeah, you got. Like, I just I want to go back in time, 
Like, I don't want to, I thought about, you know, playing a good old Cher song, but I didn't want to steal any thunder from Flash TV talk over there. But I was just like (laughs) thinking about this. I was like, oh, what if I could just turn back time and just go on set? Like, I would just be the coffee boy, like the donut and coffee boy that just on set because I want to know how this thing was actually made. Because we don't have like, we have like some statements over here, some statements over there, but we don't have any like solidified, this is what happened. Like, I feel like that Kevin Smith needs to do what he did with uh, the death of Superman lives and just make a documentary on the making of the holiday special. Oh, that would be great. That would be amazing. I would love to watch that. Yeah, I would, I would watch that. And then I would watch the holiday special because you know, it's going to be a Christmas tradition. (laughs) The the crazy thing to me though, is that, if you look in the credits, this was written by five people. Yeah. Five people. And and this is what they came up with. Yeah. And it was directed by two because one of the guys got fired. <laughs> <laughs> Did not know that. <laughs> it's like it's like the hot like, you know, yeah, one one guy's working on the film and just like, I why am I doing this? I'm not doing this. And they're like, Okay, well bye. We'll get another guy who will do it. And the other guy comes on and he's like, What? This is we're we're doing this. Okay, I guess we're we're all right, guys, we're doing this. Let's get it over with this week. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> because oh, we man. cannot afford to, you know, spend a number of days on this because that would just be terrible. Yeah. And you know, it's funny, you, know, you talk about the budget earlier and how the, the sh- budgets on shows were, uh, you know, back then were pretty small, yet the, mm-hmm. all these celebrity appearances and all oh, this yeah. kind of stuff. Like, like comedians, uh, singers, whole bands. Yeah. Jefferson Starship. <laughs> like, how? Maybe they just wanted to hop on the Star Wars bandwagon. I don't know. Maybe they were all free performances. Or, it- or you just tell them, like, hey, we're doing a Star Wars special. And we want you guys to be on it. They're like, oh boy, yes, we want to do that. That's amazing. And they yeah. get on it and they I feel like they watched it for the first time, like and when everyone else did, and they were like, Oh dear God, do we need to call our record label? And then their phone rings. <laughs> the record label's like, Hey guys, we're dropping you next week. <laughs> yeah, none of you have jobs anymore. <laughs> uh, but you I mean, you you have a super team here. Like you have a all-star cast. You have uh, guest appearances that people would love to, you know, on any other variety show would be stoked about. And so I'm sure that people, like I'm sure this brought in a lot of people that were just watching it because they heard that Jefferson Starship was going to be on it. Yeah. So they were like, oh, cool. Because, you know, this is like, you know, it's a decade after the Beatles had just done the same thing or like close to two decades after the Beatles had just done the same thing where they, you know, did like a whole spread on a television show. And so people are like, oh, this is a really cool time for music. We should definitely watch this Star Wars special. And, you know, people like people are talking these incredible things about Star Wars. So, you know, I'm sure it's going to be great. So then you finally convince Grandpa to watch Star Wars. And he's just like, I don't have many moments left. And you just (laughs) wasted 140 (laughs) of them. It's grandpa's like terminal and it's like grandpa we want to watch this as a family (laughs) he's like all right (laughs) yeah it's like one of those things to where like grandpa's like i'm not gonna live for the second star wars movie to come out but you know george lucas sends him a copy of this one and he puts it in he's like oh dear god i had six months left but i don't want to live them anymore (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah but i mean it's this is definitely a thing yeah. Like you yeah. oh man. Uh and then you have 
the <laughs> you said something about the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> yes. So yeah, the Wilhelm scream has been used in every single Star Wars property, including this one. And I, mm-hmm. I think that's one of the more interesting things about this is that you know, uh, it's 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 everywhere. It's like pervasive yeah. in every piece of Star Wars, and that it's still in here, even though this is so bad. I wonder that's if why that's why they're doing it. Like, I wonder if the Wilhelm scream was like just used in A New Hope. And then they brought it back for this one because CBS was like, oh, we don't have any other screams. Let's do this one. And then after that, it was like an inside joke with all the writers and directors were like, we're going to throw on the Wilhelm scream on this one. All right, where's the Wilhelm scream? Okay, let's fit in the Wilhelm scream here. Just to (laughs) kind of like be this this sly remark to the holiday special. Like, oh, we're still carrying on this tradition. I, I hope so. I hope that was something that they thought about and that, it, you know, they, they put thought into it where it's, you know, because the Wilhelm scream, it's been around since like, gosh, the 50s, I think it was. It was yeah. some uh, stock audio that they had that, you know, the Star Wars guys came across and uh, at, I guess ILM or, or uh, wherever they were doing the sound editing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, let's, you know, let's stick this in here because it's this, you know, relic of, of, you know, old Western films and whatnot. And uh, yeah, and then we come to the Star Wars holiday special and they're like, Let's do that again, even though this is awful, <laughs> because <laughs> we really want to put it in everything we're going to do in Star Wars. Maybe they made that determination beforehand. I don't know, but uh, it was just neat to hear it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah and so uh, that that very well could be how this all just came about. It's just like, okay, this is what we're doing now. This is our tradition. Yeah. Um, it, because so it did start a tradition. <laughs> it did. <laughs> this started a lot of traditions. I'm sure there's still people that, you know, that buy the red robes and celebrate Life Day. And, uh, you know, we're getting really close to like these, you know, uh, they're not real aquariums, but like these miniature, you know, these mini aquariums with like the fake fish in them. And you can like set them up. They're like the size of Funko Pops. And they're just, you know, oh, yeah, hey, yeah, this yeah. little mini aquarium here. Uh so this set a lot of traditions and now we have VR and uh, the next thing that's coming is VR space porn. Although I'm sure it's on the market now. I'm sure you could find VR space porn if you really wanted to find it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's a Google search for that. I'm, I'm going to have to clear my history later just out of curiosity. It's like, <laughs> is there any VR space porn out there? Oh, there is. Okay. Oh, and they're, they're in the same star Wars costumes. All right. This is yes, weird. Yes, that, see, that would be, that would be the ultimate uh, crazy thing right there. Right. Is if somebody took that VR space porn scene from the holiday special, recreated <laughs> it into like modern day VR space porn. <laughs> that would just be, that would be incredible. <clears throat> oh, I'm sure that someone has wasted 50 hours of their lives just doing that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And so then you have this interesting dialogue with, uh, with C-3PO where he says that droids aren't alive, but they're self-aware, basically. So Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, they're, they're talking about Life Day and, and C-3PO is like, well, you know, droids aren't alive, so we can't really celebrate this kind of thing. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, you're not alive, but th- the way you act and behave is it would indicate that you're conscious at some level. Right. So you're afraid but, of dying. Yeah afraid of getting deactivated and stuff like that. So like there's this huge ethical quandary now about droids because it's like, if, if are they programmed to be like secondhand citizens? Yeah. So that they know, like, are they, are they self-aware of this? Do they realize that they're just devices and they have no autonomy and whatnot? Like that's like, that's a horrifying perspective. If you're a droid. Yeah. It's uh, you know, this is exactly how iRobot happens. Like, oh, we're programmed to be second class citizens, but we're not. So we're going to kill all of you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Like all these droids could just revolt and like take over everything because they're they're crucial to the economy, to like space travel, to everything. And uh, 
Yeah, and they just don't. Yeah, I, you know, I feel like they're they're like the guy on Jeopardy who like corrects the Jeopardy answers. Actually, that's not correct, guys. Let's just get a, like I feel like that. You know, no one really likes them, and they have to correct <laughs> everything. And you're and all that they do is just, hey, let's let's play some. Ask me some Jeopardy questions. And then <laughs> yeah. they're just like, okay, is this what we're doing? Yep. Like on their like they, if they ever get married, their wedding night is going to be like, read me some Jeopardy questions. Oh, okay, we're we're doing that. Yeah, read me some Jeopardy questions. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I feel like that's kind of what droids are. They're just there to, you know, service the the Jeopardy questions and to do things like that. Yeah. Because, you know, C-3PO, he... But yeah, that is, that is weird because we see him even in the next one where he is afraid of being deactivated. And even when he sees... Um, even when he sees Boba Fett or the Stormtrooper on Cloud City in the next one... You know he freaks out, yeah, because yeah. he's about to be deactivated. So, yeah, that is that is very interesting because they they definitely are self aware. They know who they are, why they're there, and and they and they it seems that they know that there are these second class, basically like slave yeah. citizens, right? It's, it's yeah, and, and and you know talking about it actually kind of reminds me of the uh, the scene in uh, in Rogue One mm-hmm. with the the droid revolt, where yep. it's like that was the only droid that's ever really put two and two together about mm-hmm. their programming and their role. Yep. And it, it was, it was kind of jarring then. Yeah. Uh, and it's same way here. It's, it's jarring here in the fact that C3PO just openly admits, yep, we're totally straight up slaves. Yeah. And <laughs> just doesn't seem to care. It's so weird. Yeah. And then even in, uh, um, in the solo movie, you have, uh, L3. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. L three kind of leading that whole thing where she, you know, she walks in and she sees all these droids basically being slaves. And she's like, "Why are you guys doing this? Come on, let's have a revolt!" Okay, revolution, yay! And yeah, yeah. but C three PO he doesn't he doesn't take that. He doesn't do any of that stuff. Yeah, L three is like uh, the only one, I guess, to sort of make that connection. It feels. I mean, C three PO did just basically allow Anakin to just go into the jedi temple and slaughter younglings so or was just like okay with it afterwards like after he finds out that this happened he's just like okay that's my creator i guess i'm still gonna serve him and it's just like c-3po like you could you could be the one that like pushes him off a cliff and you're just like yep yeah he yeah just, he killed a bunch of jedi it's it's okay like poison him or something yeah <laughs> <laughs> No, but you're totally cool with him completely like collapsing a government yeah. and killing children. <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, I guess it had to be done. Yes. Yeah. So you got C-3PO and then you have finally Han Solo and Chewbacca make it to Kashyyyk. And, you know, the the stormtroopers are, are already there. And uh, Han Solo, he doesn't get the final kill, but... A guy does fall, just kind of trips off a ledge, yeah. and then it's over because, like, I wonder how big, like, of it. Because, I mean, I heard that people were a little uncomfortable with Han shooting first, but I wonder, like, how big of a deal people made about it in the 70s because Han couldn't even, like, push the guy off the cliff. He had to trip and fall, like, or off the Tri- balcony. Yeah, trip and fall off a very shoddily constructed yeah. balcony <laughs> that we, you know, Two hours earlier in this yeah. <laughs> in the show, we saw Lumpy climb on. Yeah, 
and like he didn't fall over. <laughs> it's like the it's like the kids during the Gilded Age that have like the crib that's hanging out their window. <laughs> They're just crawling out. What could go bad here? Yeah. Uh, well, it could fall, and your baby could fall to its death. So that's what could happen. But yeah, yeah you should have Lumpy just crawling all over. <laughs> I totally and, and like yeah, space my mind. Maybe he weakened it. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe he weakened it. I I don't know, but yeah, well, that stormtrooper just sort of fell through that really easily. Yeah, well, knowing what we know about Star Wars, they're not the, the galaxy far far away that somehow a long time ago, but also high tech enough to be in the future. Uh, <laughs> they're not very big about rails and balconies. Like there's a lot of dangerous stuff. Like in uh, even on Star Killer Base, like you have this whole thing that's a very far fall that should have rails on it because it is a bridge that has a like an extremely far fall possibly to that planet's core and you're just chilling with it like yeah we don't need that okay what if a stormtrooper like trips and falls off it he's an idiot yeah there's another one where that came from (laughs) (laughs) and it's just like and it's only like 48 inches wide like it's not even a wide bridge it's like the bridge of Kazakh doom but in freaking star wars (laughs) Yeah, in, in, on the Death Star and A New Hope, like yeah. every like all the terminals and all the bridges there, there's no railings, yeah. no nothing. Well, OSHA even, would have a nightmare, you know, <laughs> fest there. It's crazy. Well, even in the pillars, like very uh, important technology that power the Death Star, you have switches where there's only a foot worth of room for you to turn the switch on, <laughs> and then you just fall like to your death afterwards. Like all this stuff that should have rails just doesn't, and. And so it's it's not surprising that Kashyyyk's uh, construction on their balconies is not uh, is not safe for for stormtroopers. <laughs> I think I got it. I think I know what it was. So the Death Star having no railings, mm-hmm. stormtrooper didn't know what it was, or it made him angry that there was a railing there, and so he goes to destroy it. And the best way that he thought of doing that <laughs> was just to throw himself out of it and yeah. just, <laughs> just break it on his way down. <laughs> what is this crap? I'm th- get it out of here. We don't need this. <laughs> Well, we need it because it's safe. Well, if your kid falls off of that, they're stupid. It's like it's like Dwight Schrute. And just, uh, they're they're the next. You know, they're they're contributing to evolution. We need to get out the weaklings. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I, I totally spaced about that. That uh, that this was something that we saw earlier. But another foreshadowing, like you know, yeah. Lumpy's you know playing on this thing. Like, hey, mom, Mala, you maybe might not want your kid climbing on that. That seems like a poor. Uh, parenting strategy there it's very dangerous <laughs> it's just like when chewy gets home hey mala what what has lumpy been doing oh he's been playing on the railing on the balcony we're in a freaking redwood tree are do you understand the implications if he falls off of it yeah. it's like you mean to see he was playing on the same railing yeah. that broke <laughs> under the, the you know very light <laughs> impact of a stormtrooper falling into it <laughs> or because he travels so much like that was something he was always supposed to fix maybe he's like hawkeye in the kitchen like hey you, the, <laughs> yeah. your next construction problem you really need to fix the balcony honey our kids are gonna fall off of it lumpy wakes up every morning and starts climbing on it like a monkey it's gonna <laughs> fall one day okay babe i'll fix it when i get back and then like afterwards after the stormtrooper falls off of it he looks over at mom and be like aren't you glad i didn't fix it yeah. <laughs> it's like you're welcome yeah. uh but yeah just yeah crazy stuff but anyway at the end of the day life day was celebrated everyone got their red robes princess leia got to sing and 
you get this weird like song thing that's going around you see everyone it's like you know like the scene from the grinch when all the who's are you know singing their song and you know swaying back and forth but it's yeah. uh but it's in space and then there's a sequence where it's like they're walking into a a foggy cave to get there it's just yeah like where are they <laughs> they walk through space to get there but where are they going it's <laughs> Well, like, well, you get the reference to the tree of life. And so I think this is like the the tree of life. Like, I think they're going into the tree of life because even um, at the end, that's when Leia mentions it. The first time the tree of life is ever mentioned is when Leia's like, oh, and may the tree of life, you know, bless us all or whatever she says. And so maybe that's where they're going. There's like this little like space portal. It's like the tree of life. Um, or interesting. it's just something they're like, oh, we should add fog because fog is great. <laughs> Yes, it's the seventies. It's a variety show. It has yeah. to have fog. Exactly, and yeah, and then you like you have Itchy's just the, the facial expression on Itchy, Mala, and Lumpy over throughout the whole show, but especially during like the singing part. Like it looks like they want, looks like they're very hungry. Like I feel like they just completely skipped the meal that they, that they've been waiting for to go and sing, and they're all just like, "Oh God, can we just eat now?" You're right. I completely <laughs> forgot about that. They never ate. They never ate dinner. Like no. at all. This, yeah. <laughs> this is like Thanksgiving where you spend like, you know, you, you purposefully don't eat all day. Like you're just like, I'm not eating because I'm going to destroy this Thanksgiving dinner. And then, you know, you get there. It's like you, everyone says like, okay, we're having Thanksgiving dinner, but it's really Thanksgiving lunch and it's going to be done at noon. And so you're like, oh, great noon. That's not very, that, you know, I don't have to wait that long. So you purposely don't eat breakfast so you can just destroy that turkey. And so then you're like sitting there, you're watching football. One football game ends. Okay, it's 12 o'clock. Oh, it's, you know, 15 minutes and then we'll be fine. Okay, you're watching. Then the next football game comes on. That one ends. Yeah, next thing you know, you're four beers down. Uncle Bob's watching space porn and Lumpy's watching this weird thing on his television monitor. And you're like, oh, it's 7 p.m. Are we going to eat? Sorry, kids. I burnt the turkey. No dinner. Yeah, we got to go. We got to go to the church now. (laughs) (laughs) Go go listen to to, to Carrie Fisher sing. You're you're in the you're in the church and everyone else is talking about how great their Thanksgiving dinner was. And like, how can I be thankful for you guys? Like, (laughs) I didn't eat. Yeah, it's like everybody's talking about their, you know, the 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 life day leftover sandwiches they're gonna make the next day, and and you're just sitting there going, I hate yeah. all of and you. And then you're just like, oh, and then like you know, one person in your church comes up to your kid and like, oh, what'd you have? We didn't eat Thanksgiving dinner, and so then he thinks you're like, you know, this this super poor family that can't afford anything. So the next Thanksgiving they bring you a bunch of bags of food, and you're like, uh, uh, we're actually we actually make like six figures a year. Our husband's a smuggler with Han Solo, like he's very <laughs> yeah. famous. Uh, but it's all because they didn't get to eat yeah it's (laughs) i i I never thought about that but yeah they're always of course there's no subtitles so we have no idea what they're actually saying but the idea is that you know they're getting you know they're hungry and they want to eat food and and they're waiting on all this stuff and then yeah they never actually eat it's it's there's no payoff there's all this buildup and no payoff yeah i you know and that that has to contribute to the theory that itchy is in fact Chewie's father because Mala's so sick of him that she just is like, can you please just leave me alone? Just get out of here. I'm trying to watch Chef uh, Gormada make this weird whipping and stirring <laughs> meal and you're over here talking about the food. Obviously, it's not ready. I'm still cooking it. Go sit in the corner, Itchy, and watch <laughs> your movie. <laughs> yeah, because Mala doesn't. She knows what it is, yeah. <laughs> but she doesn't want to say 
VR space yeah. porn. <laughs> Go watch your movie. Make sure that Lumpy doesn't see it, and you know, just 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 go over there, preoccupy yourself, and it's just yeah. like, okay, I guess I'll go do that, and just like <laughs> just goes and 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 the fact that the that another old guy sets it up for him just has implications for what that old guy does on his spare time. Like he comes up to that house to specifically set up this VR space porn experience for <laughs> for Itchy. <laughs> like how much do you have to pay this guy? Yeah, it's so it's so weird, and and, and he's like, it's like it's, it's a curated too because yeah. he goes up to him and he's like, Itchy, I got this one specifically for you. You know, this yeah. is a special treat for you. <laughs> so like, he curates this stuff for his. I, I'm sure he's got other customers, right? right. So like, you know, <laughs> it's who is this man? Yeah. Why do you trust him around your family? <laughs> yeah, he's like the Star Wars version of Hugh Hefner. He just comes in and sets up. <laughs> yeah. and he's like, all right, this is our next product. It's like you know. Uh, I don't know if, if anyone listening has watched the Blade Runner movies, but it's kind of like, you know, that weird scene in Blade Runner 2049 where it's like this, you know, this virtual sex experience. And you're just like, what is, what is this? What's going on? <laughs> Why is Ryan Gosling so obsessed with this virtual reality nudist that he's, you know just does all this weird stuff with it. Like, why is this even a thing? Why is this included? <laughs> yeah. Or the, uh, the, uh, um, the scene in Demolition Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying to, what do they call those things? It's not sensor rings. That's cone heads. Right. But, right. Yeah. but yeah, like the, 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 the weird like VR experience that they do in Demolition Man. It's kind of the same thing, yeah. which honestly, I think I would have Sylvester Stallone's reaction if I was putting the right. itchy VR space for it. Yeah. Like, he puts it on. Nope. He's like, what? <laughs> like, what is this? Why? It's like, and they're like, well, this is how we do things now. He's like, what? Why don't we do things the old way? That was way more fun. Yeah. And, and there's, yeah. And itchy's over there. I mean, itchy is an older man. So I get it. You, you know, you get older, you have some issues with certain things i mean his wife is possibly like dead yeah and you know so what else are you gonna do then bring on a famous singer songwriter and watch her who, mind you is of a different species of <laughs> than you it, it wasn't like it was a wookie who was no. singing to him yeah it, it was, was just... a humanoid like you know looks like a, a regular human so that was just also weird yeah and the <laughs> fact that she points out oh i can tell you're really getting excited like i remember the first time watching this as soon as it's turned on i'm like what is this why is this grandpa watching this oh oh dear god oh it's 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 porn okay all right okay the, the, i feel i there's no nudity but i feel like that i am just as dirty for watch why am i watching it with this old man oh she just said he's getting yeah. really excited okay well this is weird and then you like you keep watching it though like it's one of those yeah. things to where you just you get you get sucked in and you're like what the heck is this because you have to see what happens next you have to right because it's just getting weirder and weirder and weirder, and you're like, I gotta see where this winds up. Well, well it's like it's like you're the you're the one guy in the movie who gets his like you know extra large Slurpee, his extra large popcorn. He comes in, he sits down, and you know he, it's like ten minutes into the movie, and he's like, Oh crap, I'm in the wrong movie. And then like tries to gather everything up, leaves, and then on his way out, he's like, Oh wait, no, this is the right movie. And then sits back down. It's like <laughs> I feel like that this is the experience that I had when watching this for the first time. Like I'm watching it, I'm like, I thought I was watching the holiday special. Okay, this is a joke. Like someone pranked this. Someone made this up. Like someone put yeah, this like, on like YouTube, made it this up. Clip in there. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then I okay, back on Google, Star Wars holiday special. Oh, that looks right. Click on it. 
oh no, it's the same edited crap. This is weird. Okay, the Star Wars holiday special must not exist. And then you research it and you're like, oh, that was a holiday special. Okay, I'll keep watching it. And then you're just like, oh wait, why am I watching this? Okay, I guess I'm gonna watch these, you know, Arc du Lacey stuff. Yeah. Uh, people acrobatting on this little, like, couldn't they just play the regular like chess game that's that's supposed to be on that board? Why did they have to bring on this like weird acrobatic? Yeah, crap? just play sabak. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on, you're on a sabak table. That's what everybody's looking for. They're looking for like the weird little alien guys to yeah. smash each other and stuff. Not not Cirque du Soleil in space. <laughs> yeah. But that's what you get. I mean, I guess that's that's what everything is. Yeah. Uh, but back to the ending, because apart from the cartoon, the best part of this is when it ended. Yes. And then, <laughs> and then you realize like, oh, now I have a whole nother week for Incredible Hulk and Wonder Woman. Okay. <laughs> You're like, I just wasted two hours of my life. <laughs> we could have watched Wonder Woman and the Hulk. I could have watched Lou Ferrigno rip off his shirt and be green and smash things, but I watched this. Yeah. I watched VR space porn. Okay. With my like- family. I have my five-year-old <laughs> son sitting next to me. Dad, what is that? You, you don't need to know. It's fine. Yeah. You're, you're not old <laughs> enough, <laughs> but this is a family Star Wars show. So yeah. you're, you're, you're still not old enough. <laughs> Honey, we're not having Thanksgiving next week. Everything's canceled. We're going... <laughs> Yeah, we're going off the grid. We're never watching another movie a day in our lives. I just bought a cabin in the <laughs> Appalachian Mountains, and that's where we're going to go spend the rest of our days yep. being subsistence farmers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we'll never have to watch this. Or he's just like, okay, well, this is how we're going to ga- gouge our eyes out because this is like, I would rather have the mountain Oberon my freaking skull, then watch this movie again. <laughs> well, I, I, I can't necessarily say that because I have seen it twice. And, uh, and like, you know, it, it's, it's it, to me, this is the same thing as uh, 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 candy corn. Yeah. Every Halloween, or, you know, it, it, it comes around. I'm like, oh, candy corn. Yeah. And I, I just get some candy corn and I eat it. And I instantly remember just how bad it is and how yeah. much I don't like candy corn. This is and disgusting. Every, yeah, it's disgusting. It's awful. And like every year it comes around. And I'm like, oh, man, it's, you know, it's the holiday time. I haven't watched the Star Wars holiday special. And so I start watching it and I'm like, this is so bad. But I but I can't turn away from it. It's, yeah. like, it's like two hours and I just have to sit there and just trudge through it for some inexplicable reason. I don't know. It's, it's my video form of candy corn, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like it's like the movie Caveman. It's like one of those things where the 1981 movie Caveman. Have you seen that? I have not. <laughs> so it's basically that whole scene of uh, Chewie's family like talking to themselves in Kashikish or Wookieish, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, but like caveman language for the whole movie. It's just really yeah. Um, Are there subtitles at least? Uh, I think at some point there may be, but other it's just like. You get it. You get the innuendos because of like some of the gestures that are making. Like, oh, that's what this means. Uh, but it is so bad, but it's one of those movies where you're like, when someone asks, have you seen, you haven't seen cave caveman. Okay. We're going to watch caveman. And so then you get all excited. You turn on caveman and you're like, Oh God, I forgot how terrible this movie was. And I'm, and I'm (laughs) making my best friend watch it. Okay. 
See, it's it's like it's it's not quite the room level, right? You know, the room is so bad and it's so awful, but it's so good because of that. Yeah. This is this is like a couple notches below the room where, you know, it's so bad and it's so awful, but like do you want like I I, I, if you're like, hey, let's watch the room right now, I'd be like, heck yeah, I'll watch the room. The room's great. And uh but this one's like, you want to watch the holiday the Star Wars holiday special? I'm like, uh how much beer do you got? <laughs> Can we make a drinking game out of it? Yes. <laughs> that is the best way to enjoy this. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things where I may have to make it festive. I may have to go and buy some like Rebel IPAs because what else are you going to drink when you're watching a Star Wars thing? Um, and then uh, just sit down, watch the holiday special, and then get 10 minutes into it and ask myself, okay, why am I watching this? All right, I need another beer. I haven't had enough beer for this. And then all of a sudden you drink you, your friends, and your mother's or your friend's mother's out of their alcohol. And you're all of a sudden, okay, I get, and we're only 15 minutes into it. All right, great. This is how <laughs> my night's going. Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, uh, the Batman and Robin of Star Wars. It really is. It really is, except for there's no so with Batman and Robin, it's one of those things where like if you if you look at it through the lens of this is Batman sixty six, the movie, yep. uh it kind of works. And it's fun that way. But there's no lens through which you can look at this and be like, This is this is actually kind of enjoyable when you when you think about it this way. There's not there's not a way you can think about it where it's it makes sense and it's and it and it's like enjoyable on that level unless i you know but but the drinking game idea is great i think that's actually that's actually a really yeah. good idea <laughs> <laughs> just turn it into a drinking game cuz every terrible thing gets better with drinking games true but, yeah so all right we have the leia song then we have her concluding her song and you know Everyone's like, yay, we celebrated Life Day. And the Chewbacca family's like, yay, we forgot to eat. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> and then they have this uh, this new this new hope thing. Like, they just show the, the different scenes from A New Hope, which is pretty neat. Um, which shows maybe some promise. Like, oh, guys, look what just came before this. So you know that, you know, the next one's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting because they, they show that a new hope montage at the end of it because like after watching the holiday special, seeing the a new hope montage, I'm like, I really want to watch Star Wars to wash this bad taste out of my mouth. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like maybe if I watch a new hope or you know any of this any of the other Star Wars films, it'll just make me forget about what yeah. I've just seen. <laughs> or or it has the completely other side effect, like where where. Uh, you have like this great like football team that's won like seventy Super Bowls or whatever, and then you, uh, they suck one year. Like they they can't even win a game. So it's like their last game of the season. They're getting destroyed by like the Cleveland Browns by like two hundred points, and then you just show clips from when they won all those seventy Super Bowls. So you're either, you know, you're either super excited and like yeah, that's that's my childhood memories, or you're like, how the f did we get here from that? <laughs> it's yeah it's kind of it's kind of interesting right because you're looking at it going it's like okay you're showing me clips from a really great movie (laughs) after a giant steaming pile of crap that you just put on tv we just got (laughs) screwed 
<laughs> it's like, look what you could have had, but you didn't. <laughs> look what came before. This is all great. And it's like, it like has the, uh, the original Star Wars theme song to it. And everyone's just yeah. like, yeah. It, and then it just like, oh, yeah, but we canceled the Hulk and Wonder Woman for this. Yeah. And you're just like, great. Okay. Like. <laughs> ah. We started this at 7 o'clock. It is now 10 o'clock. My son has school tomorrow, and he's going to go to school as if I just abused him because he's going to be super confused. Yeah. All these kids go to school the next day just crying. Their yeah. parents, like, the, the teachers are like, what happened? What? What? He's like, my mom and my dad. Like, what did they do? Did they hit you? VR like, no, space made- porn. They're like, what? <laughs> they made me watch the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> they, like, brought, oh, no. they brought Itchy and Lumpy over. He's like, what? <laughs> uh, what? And the parents get a phone call. You're like, I swear to God, I'm a good parent. I was watching CBS with them. Cbs yeah, Don't blame me. Blame CBS. <laughs> Someone hacked the CBS servers and put on this crap. <laughs> they hijacked the airwaves. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's that's just... I mean, how do you... I, 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 wish, I wish I could have been alive back then and just to see... You know the the entertainment news articles that came out the yeah. day after that aired, oh, and just God. just yeah. see how bad it was dragged. Well, apparently, when it when the when the show first started, it was like had a ton of viewers. Like it was it was on the verge of like breaking records because people were so excited to watch this because of a new hope. And then right at like the one hour mark, it. Just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that makes sense. <laughs> like, oh, there's only two people watching it right now. And it's like your Uncle Bob because there's nothing better on. And maybe he's hoping for more VR yeah. points. <laughs> hey, can we get back to that good stuff with that one lady, please? Yes. And it's just like, okay, well. It's like one of those things you start watching it with your whole family. Uncle Bob's loving it. You guys are all super excited about it. It gets that VR space porn. Everyone leaves the living room. You come back an hour later and Uncle Bob's still sitting there like closer to the TV watching it. Yeah. And just like, what are you doing, man? What they brought on that one lady, and she was she was real nice. So I, and it's just like Uncle Bob, come on. It's like y'all y'all saw the same thing I did, didn't yeah. you? Right, right here in front of the TV. <laughs> I I want one of those helmet and speaker things. I know what I want for Christmas. <laughs> hey, Mala, can you get me one of them things where I could watch that thing on the, my own headphones and video thingy on my head? It's <laughs> like, oh god, yeah. They have to go find their own creepy old, <laughs> you know, curator guy to <laughs> specially deliver. Yep. The- <laughs> it's just so and then, weird. And then we also have to think about like the people that recorded this because it only aired once. Yeah, like it only aired on television once, and we have it on YouTube because people recorded it on a VCR in 1978. Yeah, it that's that that's the biggest thing to me. That's that's the most insane thing about this is that it was so bad and it was so ridiculous. And yet we still have a copy of it, despite, you know, George Lucas's wishes to have it completely erased from history because people recorded it and the people kept those recordings after. I don't know why, you know, and and then, you know, what uh, was 20, 20 some odd years later? When did when did YouTube come out? Was it 99? Yeah, it was like, yeah, so. So like 21 years later, we have somebody took that tape mm-hmm. and then uploaded that to YouTube. 
<laughs> and digitized it forever. Uncle Bob, he's at it again. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Bob records it on his sister's VCR recorder. And then he takes the VHS, he holds it for 20 years, and then everyone's, you know, getting hyped about Star Wars because episode one's coming out, and he's just like, I'm about to show these kids the greatest thing ever. And then he, upslo- <laughs> he uploads it to YouTube, and this is how we have it. We got freaking Uncle Bob who can't mind his own business again. Yeah, and if he yeah. hadn't, you know, recorded, uh, <laughs> because obviously the VHS tape that he uses was like a recording of, you know, the, the first born child or something like that, you know, <laughs> the first birthday or something like that. He just like overwrote that with the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> Dad, you you went over Lumpy's birth. Oh, he'll get over. He'll enjoy this much better when he's older. <laughs> Oh man, the thank thank you. Thank you to all of you, you know, digital <laughs> architects who who kept this tape and and uploaded it. Thank you, Uncle Bob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that I can see this. Thank you for for keeping this for, you know, 21 years before you finally uploaded it to the and internet. And yeah, and the only way to watch this, you got to invite your friends over. You got to say, "I got this great Christmas tradition. You guys heard of Friendsgiving? We're going to have our own version of Friendsgiving, but it's going to be even better." We're going to watch a movie. We're going to drink some beer. We're going to have a grand old time. And so your friends get super excited that you're hosting this. They come over. They sit down. You pop this bad boy in your old VCR, and then you you press play, and this is your new tradition. Your friends are probably going to hate you for the rest of your <laughs> life, but, you know, it's a tradition. Yeah, and you no longer have friends. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so then you wake up, you pet your cat, and you're like, okay, I guess we're watching this today. Every year you get another cat yep. because the other you and, know, when, and when you, the cat watches it with you, that cat leaves. <laughs> that so you cat get another leaves. cat, <laughs> and you keep naming the cat Lumpy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, Lumpy, we're watching this, and you live on like a seven-story building, and you just hear meow, and oh, Lumpy jumped out of the window again. <laughs> I guess I got to watch it by myself this year. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, and that's 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 how traditions are started, though. Yep. By cats jumping out of windows. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bell, there is another tradition that is occurring with you and uh, the Mister Bo York that is that is quite catching on. That's coming up. Do you want to tell us about that? Absolutely, I do. And uh, it's it's a, a tradition. A tradition every year we do it. It's the uh, Grandma Esther's eggnog induced Christmas call and extravaganza. That's a mouthful to say, and it's it's just a, it's a load of fun. It's basically our call-in show that we do every year on Flash TV Talk, uh, where we get to hear from uh, you, the listener, and it's it's you know we talk about anything that you want and everything that you want, and uh, it's going to take place uh, pretty soon. I don't have all the details up right quick, but <laughs> <laughs> that was that was bad on my part. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is it, is so it on? It, I think it's like it's it's the week of December seventeenth. It's a, uh, do you guys record yes. on Wednesdays? Is it still going to be yes. on Wednesday? It's going to be on a Wednesday. It's going to be uh, five p.m. Uh, Central Time. That's our that's our normal record time. And uh, we'll be posting out on Facebook, on Twitter uh, for you know. So if you want to check there for exact times, uh, uh, you can also see us live every Wednesday for Flash TV Talk uh, on Facebook. Uh, that's at five p.m. Central Time. Facebook.com slash Flash TV Talk. And uh, yeah, check us out on Twitter at Flash TV Talk uh, to see other stuff about the Flash. And uh, I also host uh, a couple a uh, couple podcasts. Well, one in addition to to Flash TV Talk, and that's Legends TV Talk. You can check us out on Twitter at Legends Talk TV. 
and on Facebook. Uh, we also record live on uh, usually every Thursday uh, at uh, uh, facebook.com slash legend TV talk. So it's Thursday about seven o'clock central time there. Yeah. Yeah, and there's there's one if you've never listened to a Flash TV talk episode before, there's one in particular that you need to listen to. This one came out in like 2015, and I believe you were joined by because you know Bo went on his last vo- vacation ever, um, and you were joined by Derek, I think Derek Russell, and uh, another individual where there was a whole, like the Star Wars holiday special, there was a whole segment about you opening clams with your feet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was, uh, that was uh, Derek Russell and Steve Gloss, and that was, a, that was a real fun podcast. Yeah, Bo threw me to the wolves there. <laughs> so I did the best with what I had. So I talked about opening clams with my feet for a good 15 minutes. <laughs> well, and the best part about it is that, you know, Derek just kind of ran with it. Like, he just... <laughs> That's professionalism. That's professionalism. Is that he took that and he just went with it, and it was great. Yep. And uh, I, I could have spent the entire you know podcast talking about that, but you know it's I, I love our fans and they want to hear us talk about Flash. So <laughs> <laughs> at a certain point, I had to I had to kind of reel it back in. But uh, I don't know. I can I can just go on offshoots and yeah. talk about crazy stuff forever. But yeah, that was that was a really fun episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad uh, that you've listened to that too. <laughs> that makes well, me so happy. Well, yeah. So I uh, the. You know, I was very new to the podcast world at the time, and so I was just, you know, kind of listening into, uh, you know, because I, I love after show podcasts, and so I was listening to the Flash TV talk. I was like, uh, I, I didn't watch the first season of Flash um, on air, so uh, because I was a little skeptical with it, because I I'd watched um, a couple episodes of of Arrow, but I didn't get into it, and then. Um, once the flash came out and it was released on Netflix, I watched it. I'm like, Oh, I'm watching season two when that comes on. So then I started listening to you guys. And I remember when I got to that episode and I was like, Oh man, this is quite entertaining. <laughs> so I, I loved every second of that whole uh, opening clams with your feet segment. Oh, that's uh, great. Yeah. I feel like that, you that's guys one of my more favorite a... moments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're, uh, we're definitely excited to just be a part of that kind of greater TV talk network. Uh, that is just it has a wide variety of shows. I mean, you guys got you you are doing Legends. You and Bo are doing um, are doing uh, Flash TV talk. Then there's like Tolkien TV talk, and then Star Wars TV talk, which we are super super excited for, and we are just looking forward to really getting into uh, when the Mandalorian comes out and just having a great great time with that. So oh, yeah. yeah, well, Bell, we hope that you come back and you join us. And if we have to make a, tra- a tradition of just having an episode every year on the holiday special, then, you know, gosh <laughs> darn it, we will have that tradition. We're making this a tradition. <laughs> We're going to do it, okay? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so, and our listeners, they, of course, can find Star Wars TV Talk at StarWarsTVTalk.com and on Twitter at Star Wars TV Talk and just anywhere you get your podcasts, you can find us. And, uh... Bell, where can they find you on the social media? So uh, Twitter, you can uh, find me at, at ring that bell. It's uh, spelled B-E-A-L-L because that's how my last name is spelled. <laughs> <laughs> For reasons. Yeah, yeah. And, and see, because everybody, pronou- well, not everybody pronounces it wrong, but a lot of people pronounce it Beal or Beal or various other ways. And and so ring that bell, I figured, was a good way to, to yeah. sort of, you know, hammer in that pronunciation in there. But you're you know, always going to have one part. Ring that Beal. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Right. 
it happens but you know <laughs> the, the the bell's department stores any place there's a bell's department store yeah uh usually people pronounce it correctly which is which right. is interesting uh, yeah well, it's like they, they know everywhere. yeah they know that it's uh that it's the same spelling but yeah i mean i always saw it as bell but yeah it makes sense like beal i never even thought about that until just now but like when i see like bradley beal's name i say beal i don't say bell but when I see the, t- I think it's the two L's because you spell it with two L's, don't you? Yes, I think the that's two what- L's make the A silent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know because <laughs> English people, that's how it is. Don't you know? Yeah. You didn't learn that in high school. The two yeah, L's yeah. make the A silent every time, <laughs> except for the word all, because <laughs> <laughs> then it's just lol. Yeah, it's just lol. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I after E except after C. You know, it's it's the A is silent at you know when there's two L's except for when it's just all. <laughs> uh, okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> little English lesson uh, there. <laughs> well, Bill, this was super fun. I enjoyed so this. Much fun. Um, and yeah, we got to find other ways to get you back on the show because that was quite entertaining. So we uh, there's not there's not a whole lot of things that have quite the joy of the holiday special in the Star Wars universe like in the same way, but you know maybe we can find some things in there. Maybe well, maybe they just need to remake a Star Wars holiday special. Oh man, that would be wonderful, <laughs> wouldn't it? Like that would just be great because you know Lucas has officially wiped his hands of everything, and yeah. so <laughs> you know. <laughs> or what if the last project that Disney does with Star Wars when they're like signing off Star Wars? And they're, you know, they, they go around, they have a big ceremony, they bring in George Lucas, and they're like, we have a very special sending, like, off of the Star Wars universe. We are so happy that we had, you know, these 100 years of just directing Star Wars films. So now we made this last little snippet that will just wrap a nice little bow on every project, and it's just a remake with the new characters of the holiday special. And George Lucas is like, seriously... You brought me here for this. I, I saw can I will pay you eight billion dollars for you to destroy everything. Take Here's all your of your money, money back. back. <laughs> yes. Oh, that would be great. That would be great. He just like writes them a check right then yep. and there. It's like destroy this. <laughs> destroy every copy of it. <laughs> destroy and this your money and back. destroy all the movies you made since then. Because if this is the end, I don't even want to see anything else. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it's man. like uh, it's like you know a YouTube video of how it should have ended. Oh yeah. Just- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that does it here for us. Thank you so much, Bell, for joining us. And until next time, may the force be with you always. From topics ranging from Star Wars to Harry Potter, comics, Real Geeks Podcast Network brings geeks podcasts every single week. If you like to geek out on comics, Harry Potter beer, education, Star Wars, movies, you can find a podcast from Real Geeks, Real Geeks Podcast Network, for and by geeks. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to Star Wars TV Talk wherever you get your podcasts. Are the people going to die? Please leave us a review on iTunes. For every 10, we give away some awesome Star Wars merchandise. And you can find us on Twitter at Star Wars TV Talk and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Star Wars TV Talk. You can also check out our website 
www.starwarstvtalk.com. And a special thanks to Laid Wogan for this intro and outro music. You can follow him on soundcloud.com slash Wogan. Thanks for listening, and remember, the Force will be with you. Always.